Stay tuned after the podcast to listen to me and my dad. The Interviews with Lorenzo Melcher. This is The Interviews with Lorenzo. I am Lorenzo. With me this week is quarterback from Heidelberg University, Drew Sims. Drew, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, one thing I'm constantly reminded of uh, whenever I talk about you is how much my kids love you. What? Uh, oh, also, <laughs> out of nowhere, my daughter goes, oh, by the way, I broke up with Drew. So I I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's it's been a while. I haven't babysit them in a minute. So yeah. What what do you think kids love about you so much? Because it's every kid, every kid you're around. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I I love kids too. Yeah. Um, because I think I've always like just like like being around kids and stuff. Because going to Perrysburg, being a public school, mm-hmm. like like I remember when I was a kid, being like, yo, I want to be like Steve Slocum and all those guys back yeah. then. So like. It literally takes five minutes out of your day to just be like, like, hey, what's up? How's it going? And obviously, I know your kids better because you coached me, so they're always around. But even like the kids that don't, like, I'm not even close to just being like, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Like, maybe that just like in the future that just gives them to be like, yo, like, I want to be like Drew Sims when I'm older. I want to be like Caleb Gurkin when I'm older. Like, and that keeps them at Perrysburg. You know, we don't get to, we're not a private school or nothing. So Mm -hmm. like, just those little things and. I, I, I would imagine you love those the days where we we would go to the elementary schools and stuff too. And oh yeah, I love those days talking to the yeah. kids and I just like being around them and and it, you know it's just fun. Yeah, and it, it takes two minutes out of your day to say hi. It's not <laughs> and, that much and and kids know you right. You, yeah. you don't know any of the kids, but kids know you. So so it's just like if yeah. you were um, 15 years old and you're going to see a professional athlete and they say hello to you. Exactly. You know? Like but, being like a six year old kid, they always like they think we are professional athletes. Yeah, all those yeah. guys. So. Just to say hi to them, it it makes their day. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. So you've been in the football program since you were born, basically. What? How far back do you remember being uh, being around? I probably remember it when I was about five or six. Yeah. I mean, I would I'll never forget. My grandparents live about two minutes from the school, so I would go home, do my homework as fast as I can throughout <laughs> middle school, and be like, "Pops, I'm going to the I'm going to practice." Yeah. He's like, "Get your homework done." I'm like. Yeah, even if I did, I was, yep. <laughs> and I'm biking to practice, and I'm throwing, kicking, timeouts. Yeah. I'm pulling my dad's shorts, playing catch, and that's just what I always did as a kid and what I like to do. Yeah, and I can see that as you grew up, because I remember umpiring your baseball games when you were like 9 or 10, Yeah, and I could tell that you were a, a parent of a coach because you were like a little 9-year-old coach out there, not even like telling telling your teammates what to do, but just encouraging them, just being, I mean, there's not too many vocal nine-year-olds on a, on a baseball field, yeah. you know, maybe saying, hey, um, get you will get that one next time, or hey, watch second base, and any of that little stuff that I don't typically see, but you can tell that you are coaches, and both your parents coach, so, mm, so yeah. you can tell. I think it's just stuff you pick up on going to high school practices and stuff, like yeah. you, even from a young age, like five and six-year-olds, even nine-year-olds, they just want to be, whatever they say, it's monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. So you're going to see like mature high school kids every day, and like I was fortunate enough to have those experiences 
Yeah. I mean, I grew up in the falls, every football practice in the winter. I was at every girls basketball practice pretty much and just seeing all that cool stuff. So I was pretty fortunate to have all that growing up. Yeah, because that's, that's important, I think. Even even if you you don't play the sports, but to be around it, you still learn lessons and stuff that like me and Miss uh, Miss Cannon talked about. Yeah. Um, so that's what, you know, that's why I was bummed this year that um, I couldn't bring Mateo to practices because of yeah. COVID because um, he – I talked to one of his real good friends, his mom, and I was going to bring them both to practice at least like once or twice a week just to be out there running around. I don't even care if they – like just don't get in their way. If you want to be in the stands, if you want to be in Hudson Center, if you want to be throwing a ball, just be out there. You know? yep. Yeah, that's what I, – I remember as a kid doing that. You know, whatever side they're on, I'm on the other side kicking. Yeah. And sometimes I would bring a friend too, but I always had my own little block and stuff. And Oh, yeah. And then during timeouts, I'd run over to my dad and stuff. So, yeah, I'll never forget that stuff. I remember when you used to be a ball boy too. Um, that was when you were in junior high, or is that? Yeah, well, I started. I did water when I was like five or six. Mm-hmm. Like so, as soon as my mom let me, I was down on the field. <laughs> and then when I got older, probably six or seven, they're like, "All right, you're old enough now. You can do ball boy." Because that's a little bit. You actually got to like find the ref and stuff. It's not just giving water. But yeah, yeah this year was weird because even that first game, that was the first game I wasn't on the sideline since I was like five. Yeah, and, and I was going to talk to you about that because that's one thing. One thing I didn't do when I graduated, and I think it's because part of me wanted to play football in college and part of me didn't. You know, I didn't love football. Mm-hmm. Um, I love coaching football. I just like to play. Uh, the one thing I never did was watch – I've yet to watch a high school game from the stands. I went um, – after I graduated, I probably went – I don't know. It was almost 10 years, and then I started coaching. Mm-hmm. So explain that experience, to just being in the stands, knowing that you just played there last year. Yeah, no, it was super weird, like – I think I went to the Anthony Wayne game, and I didn't mm-hmm. sit with my mom for that game. I hung out with like Steven and and Luke was there, so okay. I didn't, I wasn't really into that game because I was like meeting up with people that I hadn't seen in a while. But yeah. then I think it was the BG game was the first game like I sat in the stands with my mom and like I always like like when my dad and I go to games, we like college games, we like sit in pretty much as high as like press box view because okay, then we could yeah. see we could see what everyone's doing. So I remember like we sat or she always sits where she sits, but I'm like, and I can kind of like half like lean my head to the side and see what you and dad are doing. Mm. And my mom would be like, what, what play was that? And I'm like, well, it's going to be like power left. And she's like, and then somebody sitting there's like, how'd you know that? And I'm like, well, I just kind of played here last year. Like <laughs> I still know the signals. I didn't change. Yeah. I can tell like where you, where your guys' hands are going for mm-hmm. what signal and stuff. So it was definitely different, but you know, I just, I like going to the games and I just like watching football. Yeah. Well, I know that was when I was a freshman coach, that was a huge help when we got uh, headsets as a freshman team and you got to be in the box. Yeah. That was, uh, I'm sure you enjoyed that too, but I love doing that yeah, stuff. That, I, that was fun. That stuff's awesome. Like I would be in the press box every play. Like I can like, I think about it all the time. Like yeah. when I'm older, calm place. Yeah. That's, I think about it all the time. Like see watching people think I'm weird for watching like Alabama and Missouri play on like a Saturday night and stuff. It's like, well, yeah, but like, you see Alabama did like this like route combination and stuff. Yeah. Like write it down in a notebook. Because yep. obviously you forget that stuff, but you write it down in a binder and then ten years from now I'm calling plays and yeah. it's just in my binder and stuff. So I'm starting to like write stuff down in notebooks and stuff and for later because it's what I like to do. And, and your base is always what you know, right? So your base is gonna be even for me, I, I'm trying to develop new plays and find plays that's like you're talking about. But my base is always gonna be what I know from Coach Kriegel's spread offense that he runs, yep. right? And it's always finding little different things come off of it. And I still text him, I'll I'll write I, this just happened a few weeks ago. I saw a, a combination, I think it was on Twitter, and I um 
shared it with him on Twitter, and he just he's like, yeah, I saw that too. But it's it's cool to see those because then you write, like I said, write them down, and then who knows when you'll use it. Yeah, um, exactly. And and with him, like I tried, I tried last winter. I had a meeting with him. We probably met for. I don't know, maybe an hour, and I had all the stuff I wanted to do. And it wasn't like difficult stuff, no changes, just the way we did certain things. And Mm -hmm. I think he humored me because just because I was excited about it. um, Never really did anything that I (laughs) wanted to, but I got it out there. He knew what I wanted to do, and we still chat about it every once in a while, you know, during the season. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's it's those times where if there is a chance, like, hey, I need you to come up with something different, then you got something ready to go. Yeah, exactly. It's like every, like, even the the new Perrysburg coach, if they decide to run like, or they hire someone in house or something, or yeah. someone that wants to run the same offense. It's it's like it's the same, like you're saying, base. Yeah. Like they're gonna run the spread, do ten personnel, eleven personnel, and of course, like they'll have their quirks. Yeah. Like every head coach does. Like Urban Meyer and Ryan Day, they ran, they run the same program, but Ryan Day has his different little quirks and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's it's cool to see all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and just like you you said, you know, watching any game, and that's what ch- changed for me once I became a varsity coach a little bit as a towards the end of my freshman coaching. Is how you watch the game mm-hmm. because at first I would just watch to like watch my teams. Mm-hmm. Now I'll watch anything. I might not watch an entire game, but if yeah. I get time to watch twenty minutes, I'll sit and watch anything because, especially college, everything is spread. Hundred you know, percent. Unless yeah. you watch, you know, you like to watch uh, what I, I like Navy Navy play yeah. sometimes yeah. just because that's it's just different. Yeah, yeah. But but so you get something out of all that all the time mm-hmm. too, and that's what you know Mateo's starting to do now where. If I'm saying I'm going to watch football, he goes, oh, is it the Cowboys or the Longhorns? I go, well, it's n- neither of them. And, yeah. But he's still sitting and watch, you know, because mm-hmm. I like to watch it. Yeah. So, but that, that's, yeah, that's fun. And and um, just like you said, it, it, when you're talking about writing in a notebook, is that something you want to do, coach, later on? Yeah. I'm yeah. actually, I'm majoring in education and minoring in coaching. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it's, I mean, I'm obviously being a teacher makes more money than coaching, but yeah. like, I want to coach. That's what I want to do. Yeah. It's kind of all I've ever known, but yeah. but that's really something I look forward to. Yeah. How's um how how has it been? I know it's been weird, obviously, at Heidelberg now, but yeah. how much different is it um, from high school to to where you're at now, Heidelberg? Uh, obviously, this year is a lot different. Mm-hmm. But like college professor, like you can tell even on a COVID year, college professors are different. Like they're like turn your stuff in, don't turn your stuff in. Like yeah, I'll grade it if you turn it in, but if not. You fail like they don't really like that. That that my parents always would tell me that they go. Yeah. They don't care if yeah. you tur- don't turn it in. It doesn't matter to them. Nope, it doesn't matter to them. So <laughs> yeah, you just gotta like stay up on your stuff. And like high school teachers are always like, you know, turn in. I'll even give you late credit. Yeah. Like just turn it in, Half please. Credit, do your stuff. You know? Yeah. <laughs> college professors are like, all right, I'll turn it in. Oh, no, I don't. So it's definitely a little bit different. But my course or my classes actually this semester are pretty easy. So I kind of yeah. worked myself in, and it. We're only I go to class. I would go to class once. Once a week for every class, oh, so okay. we were like a hybrid. So I got to at least meet my professors and yeah. stuff. So I like it a lot down there. I got a cool roommate, met some good buddies, yeah. and we actually got a week in full pads and stuff. Oh, so, did you? I yeah. saw. Uh, I think it was a picture your mom put about. A, uh, did you guys have an inter squad scrimmage? Yeah, we had like a like yeah like a full contact practice oh, type nice. deal. We put on game uniforms and stuff. So it was cool to. How was get that? Back. It was fun. Yeah. It was awesome. You yeah. know, it was, it, we went under the light, underneath the lights and stuff. Yeah, cool to put the game uniform on one time. Just yeah. To, just to do it. It looks cool. <laughs> I I was I don't know if I'll say surprised, but um that you when I heard that you were playing football in college because I don't I don't remember and we've known each other for a long time. I don't remember you ever talking about play, wanting to play college football. Is that is that just cuz it's something you never talked about or is, has that always been in your mind like you wanted to play? I mean, it was kind of weird like it was always I mean, especially all my friends and stuff like 
and even my family, it was always kind of like a given that I would play college. Like, I don't know anything different. Yeah. Like, I've never not played a sport because mm-hmm. I did all three. Like, I've yeah. never, like, just went how, like, even you get one or you get a full week between football and basketball and basketball to baseball to cool out. I'd always take one day. Yeah. I'd go home. And even that one day, I'd go home and I'd sit down and be like, this is awesome. <laughs> like, a break. And I'd sit down, turn the TV on, and be like, I'm really bored. Yeah. Like, this sucks. So, yeah. it was almost just like I never had to, like, tell anyone, like, I really want to play college football because yeah. in my mind it was like, why wouldn't I? Like okay. I, that's just yeah. always something I now. The football, basketball. I mean, I've always liked basketball more growing up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was because I was like maybe a little bit better at it. Or something, but I just love basketball. Yeah. But obviously, I missed my whole entire junior year, and there's 12 people on every basketball roster, and compared to 50 on a football. Yeah. And, and I got more accolades and stuff for football, so I guess it just worked. And I love football, but yeah. it just how it worked itself out, and I'm happy where I am. But if someone asked me, like, come play basketball, I'd maybe think about it. <laughs> I'd maybe think about it a little bit. Like, just even seeing the girls play this year, like my sister and stuff, it's yeah. like, dang. Like, I love that. Do they have that at Heidelberg? They do have men's basketball, yeah. yeah. But it's obviously they're back-to-back, so it couldn't yeah work out or anything i mean you got to be there's very few cases where they let you do both yeah or even two sports yeah you know? it would be a lot easier to do like football baseball you know, like Deion sanders bo jackson oh, i was okay. on a much higher level because they're fall spring yeah but yeah yeah i don't know i just i've always i mean i love football and basketball but yeah yeah I, I, like i said i just i was like when i found out i'm like oh i mean it wasn't like like he can't do it it was just like but you're but i guess what you said like you just assume that people just figured yeah i'm doing something yeah cuz mm-hmm. i've never not done anything yeah. like i would be so like that's what i thought about going to a bigger school and stuff and then like you just got to put yourself in that situation i was like all right what would i do on a tuesday night mm. if i didn't play football yeah. and it'd be like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know what it's like not going to practice yeah. or at least something yeah. so i always just thought like hey i'm going to do something and mm-hmm. That that's what it's like when football season's over. For a few weeks, I'm like, oh, I you know I can come home, I get the kids off the bus, you know, I make dinner, yeah, uh, for, for most nights, and then like like this winter, I was watching Mateo. Um, he has flag football, so I was watching him, and and um, and I just I found my way into being a helping coach. You know, I just can't, yeah, I can't just sit there. You know, I I, I turned to, to Andrea, my wife, and I was talking to her like, you know, oh, I think the coach should do this, or he's pretty good. Like, he, Mateo is a really good coach. He's he's well, well organized. Um, the little the plays he does, the kids do well and everything. And then, uh, but I just you know you can't help it. Like, I mean, if you go watch a flag football game, you're still going to be like, oh, I think I should do yeah. this or that, right? It's in your blood. And I and I texted him. I said. You know, I was I get I um I sent him a, a picture of a play because the team that they were playing it, it sounds ridiculous not probably not to you but to other people listening I I drew up a play because the team they played against went man coverage and I was like all you have to do next time you go against someone with man the quarterback can't run hand the ball off to a running back and then pretend like he's the quarterback and then when everyone just runs then you just run because you're allowed to you mm-hmm. know and he goes oh yeah i thought about that it's just we don't get enough kids at practice we can't practice it yeah so this first practice i went and he did some of that stuff um because he, he had already written it up but i uh, i guess the the <laughs> the end of the story is like i just can't get away from it no. you know yeah. and even in the springtime i'm going to coach track but it's but uh i'm not i'm a volunteer mm-hmm. um but but even then like i like to do it you know yeah. and uh and that's just like you with football and coaching eventually, right? You know. Well, yeah, it's just like my dad. He always says that the analogy is getting kind of sort of like he's been coaching for thirty years, so he's getting up there. He's like, you know, I'm gonna do he's this been, and he's do been that. Up there. Yeah, he's yeah, he's <laughs> like, I'm gonna do this and do that, and and then like when like when I were like 
I'm going to retire pretty like whatever, yeah. whatever. And, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, it's in your blood. Like that, <laughs> that first year you might be like, yeah, this is cool. But the first year you don't coach it, yeah. it's like, I always thought about that, about him and it's about everyone. Like how many coaches you see like, yeah, I'm retired, I'm done. And then I'm not coaching again. And three years later, like, well, I'll be an assistant. Like I was <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. So I, coaches, that, it's in their blood. That's what I asked coach, coach Kriegel about that when I talked to him and, um, and I don't know if I asked him on, on the podcast or afterward about like what he thinks he'll feel like. And I, I don't think he'll feel it. And I think he mentioned that he won't feel it until like football season. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he'll, you know, he'll probably miss it. I think he said he'll miss it, you know, but yeah, you know, he's, he was pretty happy with his decision. Yeah. Um, so you talked about coaching. Where do you think you want to go? Like as far as coaching, like you just want to stay in high school, you know, do you want to go do college or kind of, I don't know. I guess it's just where like life takes me, yeah. I guess. I mean, right now I'm doing like uh, adult young adolescent history. So high school history okay. is what my major is for education. So I'll be like a high school history teacher right. and stuff. But I mean, if someone like a GA position opens somewhere and in college so college coaching you have to have connections yeah. and stuff yeah. so i mean but if a good opportunity takes i wouldn't be against it i mean that's what i like to do and stuff yeah. but right now i'm planning for kind of sort of high school unless something else opens up i always think about um sean mcveigh and he's the same age as i am and he's in the nfl and it's it's crazy to me that or even the the i forget the the guy's name from lsu the young, real young guy that was mm-hmm. the offensive coordinator i don't know if he's still there if he went somewhere else uh, like, he's the offensive coordinator at the panthers now Joe oh, Brady. Yeah. okay yeah yeah, so he uh, like just these these guys like it it amazes me. Um, a how much like people don't understand how much time, especially guys that are thirty five, thirty six years old that are in the NFL, like how much time they put into that, yeah. and um, and that they that they have the the life to do that. Like I can't imagine trying to do that now. Like it's hard being an assistant varsity coach for high school. You know, I just I can't imagine all that time. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I like PJ Fleck a lot. I just like he's high energy and stuff. Yeah. And there was that little TV show called Being PJ Fleck, and like the first episode, they were just like meeting him. He's like, "Yeah, this is my offensive coaching binder. And it might have been oh, no. the thickest binder I've ever seen." <laughs> and it was, it was just one of those like what we were talking about, just one of those things where it's like, like yeah, it's just stuff I pick up on. Like yeah. they ran this play, they ran this scheme, and he's like, "It was the biggest binder I've ever seen in my life." And I was like, "That's kind of cool." Like, yeah. He's just devoted so much time to it, and then. He's one of the youngest coaches in the Big Ten and yeah. be pretty successful at it. But um, do you think there there is too much time can be spent in the offseason like planning and stuff for let's say for high school? Yeah. Um, I, I there's something. I mean, I think there is too much. I mean Could you I, I'm guessing I guess could you like overthink what you're gonna do? Yeah. I overthinking's hundred percent of coaching of something not to do in my opinion because you can draw up the best schemes the best whatevers but the player has got to play i mean like even the perrysburg job you would want the best head like the best coaches ever and Mm -hmm. they'd come in here and you could hire urban meyer and he'd come in here and run power and tag and all that kind of like (laughs) you can get you can get whatever you like whatever coach you want they pretty much all if you run the spread you run the spread it's all the same concepts but even like in Perrysburg, Dublin Kaufman runs tag. Yep. They run power. They run G and all that stuff. And you're like, wow, why doesn't that work for us? <laughs> it's because in warm-ups, you look down there and they're like, 
and they those have, dudes don't look like us at yeah. all. And they don't have uh, ten of our eleven starters go both ways. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, yeah, you can <laughs> you can be the best coach in the world, but if their players are better than yours, mm-hmm. they're probably going to beat you. Yeah, in it, a certain sense. Yeah, and, and I think I think a big port a big part of being a, a high school coach is is not not the scheme because, like you said, mostly everyone's going to do the same thing. If you run a spread, you run a spread. But I think being um, being a good leader, obviously, um, being uh, um, under control of your program, uh, being out in the community, all that, all that little stuff besides football, I think, is what would make you know a good head coach, right? You can have four head coaches that do exactly the same thing, but they all do all that other little stuff different, yeah. and it might affect how they coach yeah, or, or, the, or the, the amount of kids that come out or whatever. Yeah, like know? Kriegel has the kids' camp, and yeah. we sell the coupon vouchers and stuff like that. And So, yeah, I, that stuff definitely does matter. Yeah, I, that, that's my favorite part of all that stuff is much like you, just being out in the community, talking to people, talking mm-hmm. to kids. You know, I, I, Whoever the next head coach is going to be, I want to talk to them about um, – being being more involved, like I want to do that open house again that we did, you know, the first year. Um, but like getting a booth at Harrison Rally Days, mm-hmm. you know, well, why would you want that? Everyone knows the football team, yeah, but you can have players there all day, or you can have coaches there and just talking to people. Because I think the more people you that know you or, or know your staff or know players, they're gonna a come to the game, so they're gonna they're gonna spend money at the game, and maybe they'll they'll be more like, hey, I've known this coach, I've seen him five years in a row at Harrison Rally Days then they're more comfortable like playing, you know, having having their kid play for you. Yeah, 100%. Right? Cause, but definitely public school is about numbers. Yeah. You need kids to play football and stuff. And yeah. even like Bowling Green this year, I think they had like even them running out of the tunnel or whatever. It's like they only had like 35 <laughs> kids on the team and stuff. And, and like public schools go through down years and stuff. But the mm-hmm. more you get out there, the more you get to the community, hey, we're selling these coupon cards, really help. They're $20. Yeah. We really appreciate it if you'd help us out and – Half the time, I bet you 80% of those coupon cards get tucked in some drawer and never used. I never use mine. Exactly. We don't either. <laughs> yeah. We get, yeah. And so they're, but they're like, yeah, like you guys, and it helps being good. You know, like you guys have been pretty good. I see you in the news and stuff, mm-hmm. and you guys, you know, came up to our door. Here's, here's $20 yeah. and stuff. So yeah. that stuff 100% helps. P- people want to be involved. Um, even, even parents, I think I talked last episode, parents like to be involved. They, they want to, to show, um, how how committed they are, and I think that's what helped this year with the twelfth man, is that it's a the new organization that parents can be in and and be more involved and actually feel like they they put a stamp their own stamp on on this program and their kid and everything. So the more community involvement, the better I think, and yeah. it's just going to make our numbers bigger, especially now being Division One, you know, being a tiny Division One yeah. school. Hundred <laughs> percent, yeah. Having community involvement is huge. Like, and you go out and. I go out to Kroger and some like sometimes people be like, "Hey, are you whatever?" whatever. It's like, "Yeah," and like, "Oh, I love watching you and your teammates play and stuff." It's mm-hmm. just like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Yeah. Like stuff like that. Yeah. Do is are there any other Pittsburgh kids that go to Heidelberg? Not just play football, but go go there. Uh, Griff Pendrick goes there. Oh, that's right. He's actually yeah. my RA. Oh, is he really? <laughs> yeah. So oh, it's wow. pretty cool. Yeah. So we live on the same floor. Is he he's, still playing football? Yeah. Good. Yeah, he's playing defense. So nice. It was kind of nice to have like we weren't huge friends in high school. Like we say, hey, in the hallway and stuff. But yeah. it was nice to always like. Going to Heidelberg, like if I had a question, be like, "Hey, like you knew someone that oh, you were yeah. half comfortable with yeah. to be like, hey, like what's going on here? Like what are we doing? Like what what goes on at like, campus and stuff?'" So it was kind of nice to have someone 
that knows what's going on. Yeah, and, and, stuff. and ha- you know, even before, like, get you comfortable before you even are on campus. Yeah, because, I mean, you talk to coaches and stuff, the guys that recruit you, and they're like, it's their job to make Heidelberg sound like the greatest place <laughs> yeah. ever. I mean, they, <laughs> they want you to go to their school. But yeah. obviously, when you talk to players, you can be like, oh, yeah, I don't really like this. And, mm-hmm. you know, can't, like, this on campus is like whatever and yeah. it's compared to other schools. And so it was kind of nice to have someone to talk to yeah. about making that decision, yeah. kind of, sort of. How's the food there? It's pretty good. Yeah. We have a couple a couple different options. Now, me and my roommate live in Brown Hall, so it's like four steps from the dining hall. Oh, wow. So we go there a lot. But then, like, for lunch, you can go get pizza at this one place. That's a swipe. But then also we have, like, the Berg Bistro. So you get, like, 200 bucks on your swipe card. Okay. And, you can, and they have, like, burgers and stuff. So if you don't like what's at the dining hall, mm-hmm. you can go swipe your card, and it's like a five six dollar burger and stuff oh nice so we got a couple different options so i like it yeah that that was uh so i went to bg as a commuter but my parents bought me a meal plan because they knew i was just going to be down there the whole time anyway and um i used that meal plan so much and then like if it was towards the end of the semester just bought a bunch of groceries and stuff too with it so it was uh i enjoyed i enjoyed my time there i didn't uh i didn't go to school or i didn't go to class like i should (laughs) have um i just i wasn't ready man and uh, there's a lot of kids like that. I just, I wasn't ready and I should have done something else. But hey, I'd, I paid, at least I paid those student loans off. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we we're, uh, we're on limited swipes too. Oh, really? Yeah. So sometimes it's like five o'clock. It's not really dinner time. We're like, are you hungry? But like, <laughs> yeah. Like, let's, let's go eat. <laughs> let's go eat. It's not going to cost us anything. I mean, we obviously pay for the meal plan. Yeah. It's just swipe your card and you're good to go. <laughs> Man, college life. Yep. So do you have to li- you have to live on a dorm your freshman year? Yeah, you have to. And then I don't think you have to next year. Like they have Miller, like they have sophomore dorms and stuff. But I know a couple of sophomores that like link with juniors and live in senior apartments or and stuff. And, okay. And stuff like that. They're actually building. They just built new senior townhouses, so the old senior apartments are starting to go to like maybe younger kids, and they distribute that by credit. How many credit hours you have? Oh, really? So yeah. So if you have more credit hours, you're better chances you're to get it like a, a senior apartment instead of living in a dorm and so, more more credit hours that you're taking at the time yeah oh, okay so yeah so i only took 15 this semester and next semester i'm taking 15 too but i'm trying to convince my roommate to take like 24 <laughs> he's, a, he's a psych he's a psych oh, uh man. exercise science major so he can take the courses <laughs> you're like you you yeah. bite the bullet for yeah, us you so need you to carry the weight <laughs> so your plan is to live with him again yeah, okay. yeah, we get along and stuff, and we actually made friends with two kids five doors down, and us four hang out all the time. Oh, and, nice! And one of our buddies actually going; he's in the Air National Guard, so he won't be there in the spring semester. And uh, so he, I, we all hope he comes back next fall, and we can all four maybe buy an apartment or, yeah. or something on campus, or even if we live in a dorm. They instead we have communal bathrooms, freshman dorms, but sophomore, even the sophomore dorms, like it's two rooms and you share a bathroom with like those four. Oh, nice. Like the kind of like suite mate. Type yeah. Deals. Okay. So us four have kind of like got a little bit of plan in the works and yeah. hope it works out. That's so. cool. You guys play video games? Yeah. We play a lot of Madden. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, obviously we were in a, like a week quarantine when we first got to campus and mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, oh, we man, played. You guys play, play that all the time. Yeah. We were playing. My roommate and I first played <laughs> NHL all the time yeah. against each other and stuff. And then, you know, we got competitive playing Madden and stuff. So we'll play our other buddies in Madden. And then my roommate and I have our own franchise oh, do you? on Madden. So we play, yeah, we're the Redskins, so or the football team. But is it is it the football team in the game? No. And oh, okay. well in it's Madden twenty team? Madden twenty one it is, but okay. we play Madden twenty and it's still one of the Redskins. Okay. But All right. yeah, we have our own team and stuff, so it's just fun. Just pass us time to yeah. practice. Yeah. <laughs> is that the only game you guys play? Pretty for uh, the most part? 
Yeah, we played Madden a lot. Okay. We played NHL a little bit. We don't really play as much anymore. Mm. Probably beat TJ too many times. <laughs> Doesn't want to play anymore. <laughs> my my uh, buddies, I never played it. My buddies always played uh, Halo. They they love playing Halo. I think it was on the uh, maybe the, pretty sure the original Xbox. I think that was mm-hmm. their, their the game that they always played. I didn't get it. I never got into it. I always played college football. That's the only game I ever played. Uh, I used to play college football all yeah. the time. I still play it. We uh, actually, me and Mateo started playing um, not college football. We started playing Gears of War. I have a 360, and uh, Andrea just showed me a picture from when Mateo was a baby. This was nine years ago. I had a the Xbox controller in my hand, and Mateo was laying across my arms. <laughs> and I was like, "Is that so weird? Because now that controller I'm holding, he was just holding a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's the same the game. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, that's cool because I I remember growing up, I um or even not say growing up, even before right before we had kids, I just wanted like it'd be cool to play video games with him because I like to play. I don't play a lot. I don't have a lot of time. Um, we got him a Switch that he plays quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we started playing that Xbox, and Gears of War has a lot more cu- curse words than I remember. <laughs> I, I looked at him, he just looked at me like, oh, I shouldn't have heard that. <laughs> but it's fun, and I'm glad you guys you know, make fast friends, and, and I know you, you're not going to shy away from people, and no. you'll make friends pretty quickly, so yeah. that's good. Uh, some big news came out yesterday. How do you feel about Ohio State not playing Michigan? I mean, obviously, all the Ohio State fans are mad that they're waving the white flag. Even <laughs> Kirk Herbstreit said it. But I, I make fun of like Stephen and Garrett and stuff because I just love talking smack and stuff because it's awesome. But yeah. I did read an article saying Michigan would have been without like forty three players. And yeah. So so I mean I don't. They're not. No no college football team would ever be like, hey, let's not play. Like, yeah. Let's come up with COVID. Like I don't <laughs> think that would happen. And so I don't know. I mean it's whatever. I mean I, Ohio State Michigan game. The most fun day of the yeah. year. I would have yeah. that over Christmas. Yeah. Every day of the year. Yeah. Like we go, me and my entire family, we go to Moe's place in Rossford mm-hmm. for breakfast at like eight. We go back, we watch it at my cousin Rick's house and hang out all day. And I, it's just my, it's really my most fun day of the year. I look yeah. forward to that day more than Christmas, Thanksgiving, anything. Yeah. So I was kind of bummed out, but that's the thing I was, I was getting frustrated with is like you said, it was like they did it on purpose. Like no, they they couldn't yeah. feel the team, and yeah. if they could, it wasn't good. They are, they're already bad. So what do you think their starters, their their third stringers, are gonna be better than their starters? Yeah. Like I, it, it, that's what it frustrates about me. And I've talked about it before with Andrew and how I don't like Ohio State. Most Ohio State fans, um, if you're an Ohio State fan and I don't know it, that's probably good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's there's I've grown up with too many rabid Ohio State fans where it rubs me the wrong way. And I don't even like Michigan or Ohio State. I don't like I like Texas. So it doesn't even bother me. But yeah. it's it's I'm just around it so much it gets frustrating. But I, I agree with you. I really enjoy Ohio State Michigan Day. Same thing, like get up early, um and uh have some sodas with my friends back in the day and just mm-hmm. and like and just be just hang out all day. Yeah. And um and we used to call BG Little Ohio State because it was <laughs> that's all it was was Ohio State fans down there. Yep. So it was a lot it was a lot of fun. I do yeah. enjoy that. So but no, I don't really care. Yeah. That's like <laughs> me and my dad talk about this all the time, like Michigan, like Ohio State cancels on Illinois and it's like, well, they're just being safe. You know, they're taking the necessary precautions <laughs> yeah. and then like uh, Maryland cancels on Ohio State, and they're like, "Oh, they're sissies. They didn't want like they don't want to play." It's like actually, like Ohio State did the same thing. Yeah, and like Ohio State could have helped their case. Now they had this whole debate of whether they should make the conference championship, and they ended up yeah. and did and stuff. But well, Ohio- yeah, Ohio- the Big Ten's not going to keep out their cash cow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and everyone's like, "Well, like Michigan just didn't want them going to the conference championship." Well, Ohio State did the same thing to Illinois. Like, yeah. 
and Ohio State didn't even meet the Big Ten protocols. Like, if they wanted to field a team, they could have field a team. Mm-hmm. They would have. I mean, it would have been tough and stuff. But they technically could have played. So it's right. I'm just glad that they get to play in Indianapolis and hopefully make the playoff. Yeah, I just like watching Ohio State. I was hoping they get a game this week, whether they play Maryland or Texas A&M or. Anything. I just, oh. I just like watching them play. Are they supposed to or no? They are not now. They oh, were kind of okay. – Ohio State fans were kind of hoping that like another Big Ten team would have COVID so we can play the team oh, that yeah. they were supposed to play. Yeah. Like Purdue got it, so we were going to maybe play Indiana again or something, but then Indiana got it too, so the Purdue-Indiana game's canceled and stuff. Uh, so. But then they came out and said Ohio State's not playing this week and they're just going to play in Northwestern next week. That That's a hard thing to um, – people don't understand like, oh, we'll just get a different game. Yeah, you know how much planning goes into games? And, and I'm just at the high school level and, and talk, when we talk about picking up games, and especially this season, yeah. and um, to to say, hey, we're going to play this other team in four days, like that's, you know, could they do it? Sure, they could do it, but that's a lot of planning and other things besides the football aspect of it. Yeah, 100%. Even like BYU and Coastal agreed on like Thursday yeah. and stuff, and like you could just tell at some point in the game, my dad and I, like BYU couldn't stop the dive zone that Coastal was running. It's like, well, like they're probably didn't get to rep it very much in practice yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, the common the common person I don't think understands how much preparation goes into football and, and stuff and schemes and yeah. stuff like that. It's like, oh, you can just, you were playing, you were just going to play football, so just keep playing football. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, no. it's, a, it's not 1960 anymore. A little more, <laughs> a little more, more advanced. Pre- yeah, a little more advanced. <laughs> well, what, uh, you like, you like Minnesota and the NFL? Yeah, me and my uncle are big Vikings fans. Yeah, how are they doing this year? Having yeah, they're six good. and six. Yeah, they, they were one and five. Were they really? Yeah, they were one and five, and then they're six and six. So right now, if the season ended, they'd be in the playoffs. <laughs> so we we still got to play huh. the Buccaneers and the Saints. Justin, we also, Justin Jefferson's been yeah. I pick him. Yeah, I love him. He's yeah. awesome. I picked him up off waivers. So did I. Yeah, <laughs> both of my leagues actually. Did I you? Did. Yeah, he's actually my best receiver. Yeah. So yeah, he's awesome. And uh, so it's Kirk Cousins just. Coming around, or he's starting to play a little bit better. <laughs> well, getting Dalvin Cooks, the, the, oh get, yeah, yeah, he yeah. kind of helped. He's like the second best running back in the helped. league. Yeah, so yeah, he single handedly beat the Packers a couple weeks ago. So, but yeah, they're starting to turn the corner. Well, I thought they were really starting to turn the corner, and then they lost to Dallas at home. I know. So that's so, just yeah. So I'm a Cowboys fan, and um, I was watching the game last night, the Cowboys game. And I, Mateo was watching it with me, and they scored a touchdown. And in my head, I'm like, ah, just lose, because yeah. I just just get a good draft pick. But I couldn't say that to Mateo because he he yeah. wouldn't get it. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, good job. But you know, I knew they weren't going to win. Yeah. You know, once I saw Lamar bust off, you know, 40 yards for his first <laughs> touchdown, I'm like, Our, the defense is horrible. They did stats side by side on their rankings, mm-hmm. uh, rushing rankings. It was. Um, Rush yards, rush attempts, and points all per game. And the Cowboys were 32nd in all of them. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And, so, and my dad keeps wanting them to win. I'm like, Dad, just give it up. Yeah. You know, I, they're three I mean, and nine now. Yeah, I like, you know, and, and they still, It's. I don't think they're eliminated from winning their division because their division's so bad. <laughs> yeah. They're two games back. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I just, uh, it's so frustrating. Yeah. I just think the Vikings play to their level. So this week they'll bring it up for the Buccaneers, and then they'll probably bring her back down for the Bears. <laughs> the Bears started five and zero, and then yeah, now they're like five and seven, or they've won one game since I think. Really? But even Minnesota beat Jacksonville in overtime. Like Jacksonville's not good. <laughs> like, yeah, they'll have one win, right? Yeah, they have one win. Yeah. But, so we just play to our level. So we're gonna bring it up a notch. Yeah, this huge. Week. 
Well, it's all right. I don't think Tampa Bay's doing very well the past yeah. few weeks. Either. They're coming off a bye week, though. Teams oh. always play good off a bye week. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um. So you. So let's go back. Um. For a minute. Um. When we're talking about you playing college football, what um what does the spring look like for you guys now? So we're planning on playing a five five game season in the spring. Mm-hmm. It doesn't count for any eligibility. It's pretty much just like five bonus games. But they split us up into two divisions because there's ten teams in our league. So I don't know. We're in the east or the west, one of the two. Mm-hmm. And you're going to play the four teams in your division, two home, two away, and then. After those five games or the four games, the one seeds from each division will play for the conference championship. Oh wow! And then, but everyone gets a crossover week, so yeah. kind of like what the Big Ten's doing next week. So like the two seeds will play, the three seeds will play, oh, okay. the fours and the fives will play. So we actually really lucked out and stuff. So yeah, so we're gonna. So so this for so does this year doesn't count against your eligibility at all? No, it doesn't. Okay, and that's I mean that's throughout all divisions of college, yeah. right? Yeah, you it can... doesn't. But yeah, we 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 got lucky. So. Mount Union, Baldwin Wallace, and John Carroll are, you know, us us four are probably the top top four or five teams in our league. I was gonna and ask you how Heidelberg I has haven't looked how they've been doing. Yeah, we were six and four last year. Okay. And we lost uh three of our four losses, we lost by a combined eleven points. Oh wow, okay. So that's kinda like our big thing in the off season is, you know, finishing in the fourth quarter and like and of course, coaches like you know run through the line like that mm-hmm. last yard. You don't run through the lines. Why we lost to B Dub by one and stuff, okay. and so you got these bracelets I'm wearing. You got to like earn your bracelet, and it says oh. like follow. It's like the our gold standard bracelet. So it says follow me and hashtag Bird Gang. Uh-huh. And then on the inside of it, and like the same lettering as like the the bracelet says eleven points. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, so it's just cool. something. Yeah, so it's pretty cool because we lost to yeah Baldwin Wallace by one, Ohio Northern by six, and um. John Carroll by four, and then we lost to Mount Union by a decent amount. But Mount Union, they're, they're still the gold standard, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, so they're in your conference. Yep. Oh wow. Yep. So we play them every year. Oh, do you really? Yep. Uh, it's pretty good goal to work towards too. Yeah. Beating them. Yeah. I mean, I remember in high school we always used to talk about the Mount Union because they would win national championship after national championship. Um, is it still that way? Do they still win national championships? Is yeah, they're other? they're in it a lot of years. Yeah, but it's, it's that, to... that's cool though. I mean, it, it's it's I guess it's frustrating if you're some teams and you lose by fifty. Yeah. Um, but it's still got to be cool to to. It's like when BG plays Ohio State, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's a cool experience yeah. um, for them to go against yeah. some some other competition. Yeah, it's just like so we're in opposite sides from Mount. So hopefully we can win our division and play at Mount for that conference championship. And I remember telling my dad that, and he's like, he's like, cool, like that's a game you want to play in. Like, yeah. Like yeah, for the experience it's cool, but like you can't beat them if you're not in the game. Like yeah, you can't beat them if you don't play them. <laughs> yeah. So and obviously you'd more than likely be an upset, but. That's why you play the game. Yeah. So. Yeah. Where Where are you at in the? Do they, we're at the depth chart here. So obviously we haven't played any games. Correct. But there's two juniors, one sophomore, and there's actually five freshmen in my class. Oh wow. So yeah, I mean, I just like obviously everyone's a little bit different. Like mm-hmm. there's some kids that can run more and don't throw as well, and obviously I throw more and don't yeah. run as well. That's not my strength, but yeah. I just like competing going obviously they're my teammates and even coach d like practice gets a little rough not for quarterback but practice gets a little rough but at the end of the day you're all teammates yeah, and stuff and, yeah but i just i love competition it's just it, fun yeah is that a normal thing for a smaller school like that to have so many quarterbacks coming in 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I, I I've only been to Heidelberg, yeah. but yeah, there's eight of us, and so obviously not all five will stay. Yeah, because I mean they bring yeah. in fifty to sixty freshmen a year, okay. and like you see a graduating class, and there's fifteen to twenty kids. Mm-hmm. That means okay. I mean it's like oh that's kind of a decent amount. Yeah, but thirty kids left. Yeah. and stuff. So I think Division three football, a lot of kids like yo, know, I was all district in high school. I'm gonna come to this like little D three school and just be the man, yeah. like because I was in high school and they come there, it's like well. Every single one of these dudes was all district in high school. <laughs> yep. dude. Like you're not the man. Like you got to put your head down and start working a little bit. Yeah. And some of them, they're just like, yeah, this, this isn't for me. <laughs> That's what uh, coach Warbler used to coach at defiance. And he said he, they'd bring in like 70 kids because mm-hmm. by the end of four years, there's maybe 10 or 12. Yep. I said, man, that's a yeah, that's that's a lot to lose too, yeah. and that's a lot of work to bring all those kids in, yeah. and hope that they stay in, you know, to keep your numbers up and to keep your program going. And um, but you're right, there's a lot. I would assume there's a lot to like. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, like I'm. I came here to be the man. I'm not the man. <laughs> so yeah, I'm good. There's no mental toughness there. Yeah, for some kids, and every kid's different. Oh yeah. So so you're off for a while now since Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, so we came home and uh, the week before Thanksgiving, and I'm home till January 17th. And when you go back, is it supposed to be like it was when you left, like kind of a hybrid thing? As Are of you, now, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, they're talking about, you know, we have the COVID test before we go back and stuff, so I guess they're planning on us coming back, but that was the whole rumor. Like, we're not coming back for second semester and stuff. Yeah. Like, not just us, but every school in, in Ohio and yeah. across the nation and stuff, but I guess they're planning on us coming back, and I hope we do. I mean, I love being home and stuff, but... Did you think you would spend as much time home your first year of college as you are right now? <laughs> um, well, it's kind of different because we did get sent home for two weeks. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there was a party, and and we didn't really have that much of an outbreak, maybe a couple cases here and there, but school was like, well, you know, if you guys want to party, like, we'll, we'll play hardball, and they're like, put us, well, they put us on a two-week quarantine, but basically the whole campus went home. So I was home for those two weeks, but I came back for the Anthony Wayne game. And, yeah. I think I came home like maybe one other time, and so how far is it from Perrysburg? One hour. Okay, on the dot. All right. So, yep, just take twenty down to six, and you're right in Tiffin. So nice. Yeah, it's not that bad. Well, it's good to be, um, be close enough. Um, yeah. That's why I like being at BG too. Is still be close to your your yeah. family if you want to come home for something, or if for whatever reason you need to do a lot of laundry or whatever mm-hmm. coming home on the weekends i know that's what i would do when i lived down in bg to come home i don't want to pay you know five dollars to do my laundry i'd come home and use my parents yeah. stuff that's why I, I like one hour is like the perfect distance because I, I did want to go away a little bit mm-hmm. like just because i'm getting older and stuff but one hour is like the perfect distance like i can come home like if it's an emergency i can be home in an yeah. hour or i can come home on a weekend but like you don't just come up on a Tuesday night, like just for just for fun. Like I'm far enough away where like that's not can, worth it. Yeah, I can be yeah. my own. I can be on my own, yeah. but I'm I can also come home just like that. So it's not I, like yeah. not four hours, but it's not like ten minutes. So yeah. it's a decent amount. How do you like living without just without your parents? Uh, it's definitely different getting used to it. Like I don't, yeah. I never really did laundry and stuff, and oh, okay. it would probably be a lot different. You know, if I had to cook and clean and stuff. But yeah. like we clean our dorm, but like we don't have to cook nothing. Like. Yeah. So it's I like it. I mean, and you living with someone's definitely different, but yep. it's cool. I mean, guys are different than girls, but guys normally are like, yeah, we get along. Like, yeah. But my roommate and I are actually pretty good friends and stuff, so it's cool. That's what um, 
Nick Kilbride lived, had to move into a house. Yeah. And that's, we talk about growing up real quick, you know, I would yeah. assume, you, you know, paying bills, cooking, cleaning, doing all that stuff. And yeah. I had texted him about, about it. And uh, I was like, heard you, heard you had to move into a house, man. And I was like, if you need help with something, you know, let me know. Because sometimes, sometimes kids don't ask their mom or dad. They're yeah. like, hey, how do you do this? You know, but that's uh that's a lot real quick. <laughs> yes, it is. I was even like living in, like a couple of my buddies are like, dude, I want to live in a senior apartment next year. And it's like, yeah, but like, you don't understand. Like, we, like, it's a lot of things you don't think of. Like, and I guess it, if it's on campus, they might like supply some like silverware and stuff like that. But like, yeah. you got to buy toilet paper. Like, it's more expensive <laughs> than you'd think. Like, it's not just going to live in this house and like all the stuff that's in your house at home is just at your house in college. Yep. Like, you got to go out and buy that stuff. You're like, wait, there's no sheets. Yeah. Be like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Um, it was, um, it was, it was an, ex- when I moved out, it was, it was a, I was pretty much doing a lot of stuff at home anyway. So it wasn't a huge tr- transition mm-hmm. for me. And I'm pretty clean in general. So, um, all my, my, uh, friends that I lived with, it wasn't a huge deal, but I, I really enjoyed being out on my own and, um, I think I think I th- it was probably when I was like twenty, nineteen or twenty, and then I've been out of the house for since then. Um, but but I I don't. Sometimes I make fun of my sister. She's she's in her late twenties and just lives at home with her parents still, with our parents. And uh, but she but my dad like slowly is like making her pay more things, and mm-hmm. you got to do this and do that. So that way, like it's not which is good for her. It's not like a. Um, a jump start, yeah. like like Nick, you know, mm-hmm. it's not just a huge thing you just gotta jump into. Yeah. Um, so hopefully she figures it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you still keep in touch with a lot of guys you went to high school with, like football players especially? Yeah, we, yeah, we still keep in touch and stuff, yeah. and we're still still all in the same group chats and stuff. And obviously, we come home for every summer and every winter break. So I mean, yeah. it's, but obviously, you, it was definitely different making new friends because you're playing football with kids that you just met now. Like yeah. I've been playing with those other guys since big gold like, yeah so it's definitely different but oh yeah we still keep in touch and obviously we all hang out now and mm-hmm. and in the summers we will and stuff so did you watch uh bg game when nick nick got in at the end did you see that i did not see it i ended up like looking it up and watching the two plays that he was yeah. in and stuff but i wasn't watching the game but yeah it's pretty cool i, I was texting he goes man that second play was just, it was supposed to come to me yeah that's right. he told me that too he's like did you see the play and i was like yeah i looked it up he was like dude i was pretty open and i was like yeah well, i mean someone's gotta eat the ball <laughs> Oh man, that was uh, I enjoyed coaching you guys because, like, like I said, you know, um, last year at the banquet, like it was, it's a weird thing that you don't get to do often. Where I coach you guys as seventh graders, as freshmen, and then as as varsity football players, it was a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember as a freshman that you said something that I'll never forget. I remember it was after, I think it was after practice. No, I think before a practice, you just you say, "Hey, coach." Um, we need to condition more, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, <laughs> you yeah. know, if if the quarterbacks, the starting quarterback, can tell me we need to run more, we'll run more. Yeah, and it was cool, and, and it worked out good for me, having you, uh, especially you, but most of the most of those guys that knew how to play football because it was my first head coach, head coaching opportunity, and it made it a lot easier yeah. because you guys knew what you were doing. It was a good class. It wasn't too many knuckleheads, mm-hmm. and. Um, and then you just saying we need to run more. I'm like, dang, I need to do a better job, I guess, with coaching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's. I mean, it's just. I mean, I guess it helps being a coach's kid. Like you yeah. pick up on stuff, and yeah, and that's like the thing. And we did have a really good class and stuff. We had some kids that stuck together, and we ended up being a good class and pretty much all around. So it was fun. But it's just stuff like I was pick up on, but like 
and I just like winning. Like, yeah, be like, well, whatever you do to yeah. make the team better. Yeah, like in seventh and eighth grade, you'd be like, you you tell your kid like, we should run more and stuff. And they're like, dude, I don't want to run more. Running sucks. It's like, <laughs> well, yeah, you know what else sucks? Losing. Yeah. Like, I didn't tell them the team that we need to run more because you already know there's just kids. They're like, yeah. why'd you do that? Like, I don't want to run more. Like, that's not fun. We're like, well, yeah, but I want to win. Yeah. Like, I'll ever. I would like to be around a, a team and stuff that would run as much as they want as mm-hmm. long as they win. Like yeah. it's it's stuff like winning has a price. Yeah. It does. And so Well, I would tell the classes after you, the two freshman classes that I had that I was like, Hey, um, just so you know, you guys run a lot because Drew Sims told me last year that you guys had that we needed to run more. So now I I make a point to run a lot. Yep. Huh? <laughs> but you, but it wasn't your class, so you don't have to worry about it. Nope. And you guys were every we team you well. coached was good. Yeah. So we did well. Yeah. Winning has a price. That's <laughs> how much you willing to get after it. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, do you got anything else you wanna talk about? No, I think I'm I th- good. I think it's Lillian's turn. I'm, Lillian, say, Lillian I'm not gonna lie, again. I kinda look forward to when Lily talks more than anything. <laughs> no offense to everyone else that's been on here, but I I've, just tune in for the end. I've had um Coach Murray, um, Mr. Murray at the high or at the junior high, he said that she should have her own podcast. That's no. so I was at work the other day and I was like one of the first podcasts I heard her talk because I like stuck around for the end and I was like he needs to make a full episode with Lily. <laughs> she, um, she, the first time she she asked, she goes, "Can I be on the podcast?" And I said, "Yes." So then she was on. And then the second time, I had a, I didn't have to coax her very hard. You know, she she came out uh, pretty much on her on her yeah. free will. But uh, she likes it, and she came up with a, um, a title for what was it? It was a uh, the Princess Pod. Yep. She didn't even say podcast. She said the princess pod. <laughs> so yeah. so we I gotta figure something out. Yeah. Even she, like babysitting, she was always the, the talkative one. Oh I don't, like her always. and Mateo, like she was always the one that like if she saw me and stuff, she was always the one that run up and hugged me. Like to me, Mateo was always a little more like reserved yeah. and stuff. Then once he loosened up, he was fine. But Lily was like always one talkative <laughs> questions. Hey, what about this? I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> So it does not surprise me at all that she wants to be on the podcast. Nah, she wants all the she wants all the lights on her. And, and she's <laughs> she's always gonna be that way. And and she actually she was like she it was every minute for like the past the twenty minutes leading for you to come up here, she goes, How many minutes? How many minutes told you here? It's like eighteen. How many? Seventeen. Look. Just and she's like <laughs> looking out the like her whole attitude today was different because she knew you were coming over. And like she she wasn't like she would just say hi. You know, she's not going to, like, sit and have a full conversation. But, like, she ate her entire dinner without without complaining, which never happens. <laughs> it, it's, it was, I told Andrew, I was like, we got to have Drew come yep. over every day because she, it was when, – when she came in, they always play with their friends, and then she gets mad when they got to come in and eat dinner. She didn't whine about it or nothing, came right in, washed her hands. It was – it was unbelievable, <laughs> and I can't you. I can't be like, "Hey, Drew's coming over today," because then I'll be a liar every day. But <laughs> yep, just lie to her. <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, it was good. So th- thanks for that. It hey, was anytime. it was a good day. Anytime. <laughs> All right, and uh, thanks again for being on the podcast. Um, good luck in everything you do. Um, hopefully, next football season, if we both have time, we'll have you back on because I like to talk about an actual season with you guys. So. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Anytime. All right, man. Sweet. Thank you. Thanks again to our guest, Drew Sims, for being on the podcast. This episode and all episodes are brought to you by, do you know who they're brought to you by? Uncle Jake, Real JP Multimedia. For all your audiovisual needs, visit realjp.com. And the first part by Amanda. Oh yeah, she did. She was on it too. Yep. Realjp.com, R-E-E. 
www.lljp.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Hello. Wait, I can't hear myself. Yeah, because you don't have headphones on. Oh, I told I'm you. Headphones. Do you want them on? Yeah. Oh, here. Right here? Yeah, right there. Yep, yeah, go ahead and put them on. Hello. Hello. Can you hear yourself now? Yeah. All Is right. Wait, can you hear me? Yes. I can't hear me. I can hear you. You can? Why can't... Why can't I hear... I mean, can... can you hear me when I, when I talk? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me, Daddy? Hold on. Can you hear me? I can't hear nothing out of here. Can you hear me, Daddy? Hold on. on. Maybe it's my shoes that are cursed. Cursed? (laughs) Hello? Hello, can you hear me now? Oh, maybe because you have your hood on. No, I can hear now. I'm Uh, good. Okay. But you can hear me? Yeah. Okay. All right. So how, uh, how are you doing? Good. Yeah, um, what movie did you guys watch? Um, I've, it's a Christmas movie. A Christmas movie? Yeah, I know what it's called. Though. I, I got think it was a, Arthur Christmas. Oh. Yeah. I got a pink today. Oh, yeah. Can you explain the colors to your listeners. What, 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 um, what are the order? It goes red. Talk, talk right into the Red, there you go. orange, yellow, green, blue, pink, on top of pink. Okay. And then the Jackaway ticket. If you clip up, then you're already on top of pink. And if you clip down, it's usually on yellow. But one of my classmates got on orange. Oh, have you ever seen anyone get on red? No, none no. of them got on red. If you if you go on red, you probably it either call your parents or time out. Oh yeah. I don't know. Which oh. one? <laughs> so uh, one of your favorite. Football players was over here today. Who was who? Who's on the podcast today? Drillson. Yeah. Did you uh, did you enjoy seeing him today? Yeah. I That's just I just um looked at you guys for a second like. <laughs> now before the podcast, you said uh, what did you tell me about Drew? That you that you what? No, I'm not gonna tell. You're not gonna tell me why? Mm-mm. Oh, you don't want people because Drew will listen to it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Make sure you talk into the microphone. Okay. Is it be would it be easier if you hold on to it? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. And um you know, today it seemed to be you seemed to be in a good mood all day today. Was that because Drew was coming over? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Cause, cause even, even Not mostly. Not mostly. Well, even um when we called you in for dinner, usually you get pretty upset and today you didn't even get upset at all. What you do you were, mean? You were excited. You were like, yeah, let's eat some steak. Is it just because we were having a good dinner? Or is it because Drew was coming over? A little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. That's okay. Okay. Are your feet are going to get cold? Yeah, I don't care. No? No. So some people think you should have your own podcast. What do you think about that? No. You now Then I will have your practice with Harlow or Vivian or Nolan. You would have a podcast with them? You would think they would want to be on your podcast? I would at the same time I wouldn't. You, yeah. Nolan might talk crazy. <laughs> yeah, he Once might. he burped and he was talking, it sounded so weird. Yeah? Yeah. He, he, he burp talked? Yep. Yeah. How did it sound? Can you do an imitation? Um, I don't remember because it was last year. Oh, well, okay. no. It was on July. Oh, it was on July? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
my feet just touched the metal. Well, you got you don't have shoes on. You took your shoes off. All right. Um, so you got pink today. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's the highest. What's the highest? It's um. It's um. I know I can't remember. It's um. It's getting a jackaway ticket because you're already on top of pink. Oh, okay. So, so you did. So you got a jackaway ticket yesterday, didn't you? Because no. you're on top of pink. No. Um. If you, if Mrs. Dukaski asks you to clip up, and you're already on top of pink. Oh, so you I, just made it I to got, the top. I got pink. I got pink yesterday. On top of pink yesterday, and pink today. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, so you're you're doing really good in school. Yeah. Three friends me. were on. On top of pink, and guess what? What? I've barely gotten green. I only got like six or five times. Six pink? or five. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, that's good. Green. Oh, green. Yeah. Well, green is where you start, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's where I start. Yeah. So I never clipped up. That means. Well, that was only like four or five times, though. So that's good. I, yeah, I said four or five. I know that's good. All right. Were well, you ready to go inside? Or right, what else you want to talk about? Um, should we talk about what our elf did today? Yeah, he tea. Wait, no, I should say he teed pee our dining room. Yeah, there was toilet paper everywhere. Yeah, did you see it when you were um home from work? Did you see it when you were home from work? I did. I saw it this morning when I woke up for work because I wake oh. up super early. Oh. Yeah. It must have been hard. <laughs> yeah, it was. I hard. heard mom. I heard Mateo wake up and it waked me up. Yeah. That's all right. He's a noisy waker-upper. Well, it's because our floors are pretty noisy. Yeah. yeah. We, we need to get last squeaker floor stacked. Yeah? Stacked. All yes. right. Well, when, we re- when you pay to replace the carpet, then we'll get less squeaky floors. Oops. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks for being on the podcast today. I want to tell one more thing. Oh, okay. Go ahead. One more thing. I lost two teeth. You did. You had a giant gap right in front because you lost the top one and the I bottom one. On. Yeah, I wish they could see me. Well, all these things I didn't tell Drew, Yeah. which I can tell him on the microphone. And well, like what? Do you, oh, like, like the teeth. Well, I can take a picture and when I, I can put it on Instagram okay. and, peop- and people can see your teeth or your lack of teeth. Can you? Yeah. That's just rude. <laughs> What do you mean? You don't have those teeth. <laughs> Lack of teeth? I don't even know what that means. Well, it means you the, you don't have the teeth. You're lacking in the teeth area of your mouth. Got it? <laughs> they don't know that you're just staring at me weirdly. No! <laughs> All right, big girl. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. Say, say goodbye to everybody. <laughs>